I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's Oops the Podcast. I am Julio Gallarotti. I am joined by Francis Ellis. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving, friendo. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, what a day. What a day. You look great. This is a good look for you. You look like you are on Manchester United. Well, this is a cool jersey that I bought some, I want to say, 13 years ago. Wow. Yeah. This would be the 2007 Manchester United jersey, and it's sick. Sick. When they were sponsored by AIG, it's the long sleeve, Wayne Rooney. It's a good jersey. I bought this. I went to see them play Liverpool at Old Trafford when I was in Oxford for a Sick. semester, and uh, I, it was, it was really a cool experience. Well, congratulations on the bar mitzvah of your shirt too. Oh, thirteenth anniversary. That's right. There Very you go. Stuff, bro. Yeah. Very Let's fucking hope it badass. Gets plenty of uh, cash. Dude, we've been getting a bunch of messages about people. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully you're sure we'll get a bunch I, I, of money. That's, my friends who were Jewish growing up would say that would brag about how much how money they got. It, it was as if it was a wedding for children. No, you're totally. In terms did. of everyone gave them cash. My friends who from New York City too who had bar mitzvahs, they are set for life from their bar mitzvah. Basically, like literally. My friend, my yeah. friend Ben, after his bar mitzvah, started researching the Mini Cooper he wanted to buy. <laughs> and he was saving all of his bar mitzvah money for when he turned 16 to buy a Mini Cooper. Hilarious. And he it was, you know, he had all the, he had these magazines that were talking about the different types of transmissions and things. And he was pointing it out to me. I was like, dude, I'm still buying basketball cards. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of purchasing with the money I earned mowing, you know? Yeah. Anyway. I've only been to one bar mitzvah in my life. I've been to so many. Yeah. Seventh grade was a big year for bar mitzvahs. Yeah, there were no Jewish kids in my in my uh, high school except Ethan Amarant. And mm. I don't think I was I don't think I was invited to his. He must have done like a small operation. That's sad. Yeah. That is sad. Yeah. I, I went to same, so yeah. many. They were fun. They are fun. They were fun. They were it was just more dances. Totally. There was more chances to slow dance. More chances of dances, baby. And, you know, maybe grab a little butt. A little touche. Yeah, slide your hand down down the pants and <laughs> smell the butthole. Dude, bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. That's insane. Smell the butthole. Yeah. Bar mitzvahs were like the first time I realized that you can like hire a famous person for your private event. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, I feel like Ja Rule has played a lot of bar mitzvahs. Yeah. Yeah, it's Definitely. those guys who are kind of in the $15,000 range. <laughs> you're not getting Beyonce, but you're getting you're getting Ja Rule. <laughs> right, right. Or maybe some of the ASAPs. I don't <laughs> ASAP Nast. Yeah. Um I remember Jay Sean performed at someone's bar mitzvah. What was his song? Down 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 down. Oh yeah. Down. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. So <laughs> Yeah. That's the only word I know to that song is down. Yeah, the Little Wayne often. verse was pretty good. Time and time and time with me. She gets down low with me. Down for never tease a body feet and fade feet and fan. Yeah. Dude, fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, let's do this. 
um, I started watching the Takashi Six Nine. Oh yeah, documentary. So how familiar with were you with that whole thing before you not, watched it? Okay. Not. I had heard. I had heard about he snitched on his gang. Yeah. Went avoided prisons, but and then was always worried he was going to get killed. Mm-hmm. But was very loud and and hired all this security. You know, he's a internet troll. He I I had followed when he started talking about how certain artists were were paying for their shit to get to the top of the charts mm-hmm. and that it was all fake. I didn't understand him. I'd never heard his music. I I just thought he was the most preposterous looking person I'd ever seen, but that was part of the gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it seems as if he'd kind of gotten famous for just looking nuts. Yeah, and just being like, "Oh, you got the fucking blicky." Like his rap is just him. So I didn't, I didn't know about that. But I'm watching this documentary. He's a pretty fascinating guy. Yeah, for sure. And the documentary is pretty well done. And frankly, Takashi Six Nine is a guy who has totally outkicked his coverage in life. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, you were sort of wondering if there was a way for him to overcome everything, and it appears that even though. You know, he came, he got came out and like got a bunch of views on his IG live and like had a single that did well for a couple of days. Like people still, they're just curious about, they were curious, mm. but people have written him off. They truly have. That single went from number one to like number a thousand faster than any number one song ever has. Wait, when did he come out with this? Was this a recent yeah, single? Yeah, he and Nicki Minaj did a song. It must've been a few months ago. Yeah. Um, really? And it did really well for a couple of days. I think more, more so because people were just like, what the fuck's going on here? Mm-hmm. But everybody is like written him off as a snitch. Yeah. Like, so the, the documentary gets into all of that. And you know, this was a kid who grew up in, in Bushwick. Yeah. You, Brooklyn. Know, you know, Mike Denny. No, he's a com- comic and he, he also makes music, but he used to go to the deli that six, nine. Yeah, worked he, at. he worked at a bodega Yeah, and everyone knew him as Danny from yeah. the bodega. Yes. He was very kind of, uh, he was very garrulous. He would talk to all the customers, hold court in the bodega from his counter, and then was obsessed with getting famous. Mm. But had a, a, an, an undying belief that he would. You're right. And would stop at nothing. So once he came up with the Takashi 6ix9ine brand for himself, he started tattooing it all over his face, dyeing his hair troll rainbow colors. Right. And then rapping like a true gangster and the evolution of his persona and the blending of of who he was as a person and and letting the persona take over is what's so fascinating to me Mm, interesting that's an interesting uh element dude it's also you know he really leaned into the gang affiliation stuff and and became a blood right and i don't really stuff it makes me think that we could become blood <laughs> because he sort of just surrounded himself by them and then had to go through the initiation. But it wasn't as if his parents were blood. Right. right. He was not a blood. He just wanted to be one. You can convert to bloodism the same way you can convert to Judaism. Yeah, I, I, I think we could <laughs> become bloods. I, w- I would imagine. We'll have a blood, vi- blood mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> we would be fun bloods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Francis, oh my God. Francis coming out with gang affiliation. Oops, the blood cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be a good blood. 
um, you know, <laughs> I think I would help. I would bring a, 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 some diversity to them. Right. Um, they don't have one of me. I can tell you that much. <laughs> they don't have me there. But here's my point. The Bloods thing, he joined this this gang and they talk about how he did this music video with all these Bloods. And they, they showed up at his stoop to film, I think it was called Gummo. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was a diss track against some other rapper he'd had a falling out with. And he bought red bandanas at the store and then handed them out to all these guys oh, right. who were not planning to wear them. That video is crazy, by the way. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe it was Gummo. It might have been the next one where he's on the stoop, right? And they're all just there behind so him. So many people. But what's amazing was he wasn't a blood himself at that point. So he's among them, and then in the next video, he go, he's gone through his initiation, and at that point, he starts throwing up the signs, which in a way, I guess, means he, he had earned it. But which he's legally no longer allowed to do. He's no longer allowed to say really? gang stuff, and he's no longer allowed to do that as part of his court order. Interesting. Yeah. But all of this is to say the initiation for the Bloods it may not be this, but I've heard that this is an initiation for a lot of gangs. You need to just get beaten up for a minute. Oh, really? By I've, multiple I've heard people. different things about that. What have you heard? Is the... I've heard that you have to buck 50 someone. Do you know what that is? What the fuck is that? That's when you slice someone's face. It's what happened to Doug Smith. You, it, it's called buck 50 because you need like 150 stitches roughly to r- repair it. And they slice your face open with a razor blade. And I've heard you're supposed to just do it to someone random. Again, this might be like urban folklore, but yeah, the ah. idea of just having to be a young savage with no heart and have to do shit like that, it's, it's creepy stuff, dude. One of the, the best videos I've ever seen on YouTube is a documentary, a short documentary. I would encourage everyone to, to check it out. It was about this kid who was really into skateboarding, uh, and he would skate at the Barracks, mm. which I think is a famous skate park out in California. Where is it? Um, I would guess L.A. somewhere. Right. Anyway, he, um, I think it's called The Barrican Way. And it's this kid who got attacked by a fellow classmate who he kind of knew and was somewhat friends with who shot him with a shotgun. Jesus. Because his initiation, all he had to do was kill someone. Jesus. You had to kill someone. You seen this? Shoot, you're right. You're right. I have it okay. wrong. So it Chris happened Phil- in Detroit. Yeah. Okay. So wait. So what? If, so what? Chris just said it happened in Detroit. Yeah, okay. not LA. I had it wrong, but it's it's part of the Barracks YouTube channel. Got it. It's one of the craziest stories I've ever heard in my life, because this guy has no idea what's going on, and all of a sudden his buddy has a shotgun and is shooting him, and he gets shot a couple times, and he somehow survives it, and you know has to face the kid in court. All these different things. But these gang initiations, you know, especially as they, as it, if the assignment is to hurt someone random. It's scary. A stranger as a homework assignment. It's so fucked. I know. It's crazy, dude, because it's the same, it, it's the same kind of thing, like in the vow, in this random way. It's like this collateral where, like, mm-hmm. you can't turn back. And because they have dirt on you now, like, you've now killed someone, mm-hmm. you're in, but now you can't get out. Right. 
You know what I mean? It's funny how there's like different manipulation tactics that have things in common. Do you think, is there, if we were to say something insulting about the Bloods, is there a scenario where we would get on their radar and, and, and be a target? Like maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying we are. No. But... No. All, all due respect to both the Bloods and the Crips. We have no beef. We like you guys, all of you. We, I keep doing it, whatever it is you guys are up to. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know where I'm at. I feel nervous now. <laughs> now I feel nervous. But, and I am wearing red. <laughs> Maybe I have some blue somewhere. I, the point is, what would we have to say? What would we have to say where all of a sudden they would say, we need to go get these guys? Don't I'm, say it, but like we just have to hope that this clip doesn't go viral. <laughs> I think if there's a chance that if you say some shit about the Bloods and it goes viral, like you could not, you could potentially like get yourself in trouble. My favorite scene in the Straight Out of Compton movie is when the kids are on the school bus and they're throwing up gang signs to a a Blood member who's driving by, and he stops the school bus, boards the bus. <laughs> And counsels them to like do their homework, <laughs> and I love that scene. Uh, have you seen that movie, Straight Outta Compton? Oh, God, I haven't seen it now. I like, know. I know, I'm familiar with the story. I was an MWA fan. I watched a bunch of documentaries, and I'm like, it's a I'm sensational. Like, it's movie. really good. I need to watch it. I guess. Oh my God, it's so good. You've seen it, haven't you? What the heck, <laughs> you guys? Well, we gotta watch it. We'll watch it. Did you think it was going to be corny? You just did one of those things that you both coincidentally missed? There's something that bothers me. Oh, and they, so I need good. I need to get over this, but there's something that bothers me when like they make a movie about something that I've always like been interested and known about and then all of a sudden I have like people talking to me about it as if it's a new thing. Like that bothers me. I know that's wrong. Yeah, but th there's an authenticity I think especially in that Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube. Certainly, it lends legitimacy. Not to good. mention, Paul Giamatti plays the sort of evil, advantageous uh, manager, and he's a profoundly good actor. So he's great. And then the doctor—I mean, the whole cast is great. Doctor Dre produced it. It's 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 really good, and the story is fan. You realize that these kids were just—they kind of just were figuring it out as they went along. Right. And they found immense success. Right, right. And the discoveries of Snoop Dogg, the development of the beefs. Right. The whole, and the, the West Coast rap. Yeah. All of that, all that is, is, is really stems cool. Stems from that. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess I need to just, maybe I need to apologize to the Bloods now. I <laughs> I don't I don't want to. Takashi was a member of the Trey Nine Bloods. Right. Which was an offshoot. Trey Way. Trey Way was the label. Or the the company that was started, but it he yeah, and then he snitched on them mm -hmm. when he got arrested for gun possession and stuff, and uh, avoided jail time. But he's a very maligned. I mean, he's no, he's a bad guy. He you know posted child pornography of his buddies hooking up with a thirteen year old girl, and and was has done some really horrific stuff. So not not a fan, but <laughs> certainly an interesting figure who. You know, if nothing else, understood the power of social media at a very early time. Just like many uh, comedians you could talk about. Right. Dane Cook, you know. Right. Takashi understood, I can gain a massive following 
hundreds of millions of views on his YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. He was a big he was a big deal. Yeah. Pretty crazy, man. But now he's nothing. He's he's definitely shunned and scorned by the community, it seems, by the hip hop community. Mm. And to be honest, like I the whole snitching thing, and maybe this is gonna sound like stupid of me, but I, I don't understand. It seems like the same thing as like cheersing with water's bad luck. Like you just know that the guy who owned a bar made that up. The same way that like the guy who does illegal shit decided that snitching was wrong. Um You're a you're a you're if you're a snitch, that's fucked up, and then he'll just continue to do fucked up shit in the neighborhood. Hang on. I need to understand Is your that confusing? point better. A okay, little so bit, like being yeah. a tattle obviously no one likes a tattletale, but like snitching, it can't be so black and white, in my opinion. Like it can't just be like if you snitch, you're wrong. I get in this Takashi situation, like he did all this fucked up shit and then he snitches to save his own ass. I get how there's something wrong with that. But like, if I just live in a neighborhood and people are doing fucked up things and I don't want those fucked up things to happen anymore, I don't understand how by like telling some authority figure I'm ba- a bad person. Well, that's now. two totally different They're not. It's not though, but those are both considered snitching. Those no, fall under the snitching. Fine. But here's, here's why Takashi's was so bad. And I know, I understand why Takashi's was bad. He wrapped himself in, in blankets of gang affiliation. He was, took advantage of it and, and promoted this idea that he was a gang member that, you know, he was this, he used it in his music videos. He used it to elevate himself. He used it for protection. Mm-hmm. And then the second he faced any adversity, he just rolled over on them. That's a very different thing. Totally. From some local guy going to the cops yes. and saying, this is going on in my neighborhood. Right. But that guy is still na- labeled a snitch. Yeah. But I think that that guy wouldn't garner as much nationwide of course not but 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 within his community he could really fuck himself over yeah he'd be reviled for sure which is doesn't make that's counterintuitive to me um but it goes back farther than that it it goes back to like organized crime and mafia stuff and and you don't you you do your time you know you don't snitch and then you get rewarded or while you're in jail and you you it's it's loyal again but if you're an innocent bystander I don't understand how, you know, you're you're scared because fucked up shit's happening. I don't understand how telling makes you a snitch. Mm-hmm. Like you're just supposed to be selfless to illegal activity yeah. that is threatening your life in your neighborhood. Like I don't, I don't, right. I don't really get that. And I get that how it's this thing. It's like the police are bad, the, the period or something. And I, you know, I understand how some people can have that argument, I guess. I think, I think part, it's just a question of, you know, who's, who's got the bigger hand in the neighborhood. D- does the gang run the place or right. do the like where are you better off placing right, your right. loyalty no, yeah. okay. in in law enforcement or in or in the gangs that you know run the streets or whatever right. um i wanted to say though uh but i'm gonna forget i've forgotten already what i was gonna say the last piece oh oh it's this there are so many examples of stupid sayings that have popped up that are meant to somehow be be law snitches get stitches right Right. has turned into this thing that everyone says as a way of don't be a tattletale Mm -hmm. and uh, all of a sudden we we, we've codified that idea right which is that it's wrong to tell on people and there's there is something about it that it feels feels wrong like nobody likes a tattletale no of course not. and that's fine but 
in the same way, and have we talked about this guy code? Yes, a bit, a bit. We talked about guy code and how yeah. stupid it is. Well, it, but is it, it? It isn't necessarily stupid. Like guy code, you tell me. You tell that me there's something. somehow a law of you know you, you're not supposed to hook up with your buddy's girlfriend. We we talked about it, right. but it's like where are these laws? They're not laws. Right, right, right. Those aren't laws. But I mean, I mean yeah. But there's it's certain... just don't be a dick. Right, don't right, be a bad right. person. And if right. you are, then you're a bad person. It's just morality. Right, right. You know, everything boils down to you. That's how it is. Anything that's not in in written law, in terms of there will be a a punishment with a defined sentence for that and and everything else is just up for interpretation right no did totally and and you know i know that the the cheersing with water thing is like not an extreme example but like that's that's, superstition that's a stupid superstition yes like that's that just sounds to me that some guy who owned a bar made that up what are superstitions (laughs) you actually believe in i'll give you one i don't walk under ladders even Mm. when it's a half ladder chris has seen me do it I won't like if there's a half ladder on the sidewalk, I'll walk in the street around. What's it. a half ladder? Like it's not a full like triangle ladder. It's just one ladder. So you're not even technically it's leaning walking up under- against the wall. Yeah. I won't walk underneath. I'm going to be honest with you. I would consider that a full ladder and I would consider a step ladder a half ladder. Interesting. Well, good. So you're, you're, you're reinforcing my superstition. The ladders that you lean up against a wall to go you know, fetch a, a cat from a tree or to paint the sill of a window from the exterior. Those are big boy ladders. Big boy ladders. Whereas the step ladders that you unfold. They can be big too. They can. But, but yes. But they don't extend. They don't Firefighters extend don't use step ladders. Right, 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 right. They use big boy ladders. Big boy ladders. So yeah, dude. And I, I don't love when a black cat crosses my path. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. I try to avoid that. And I don't like the idea of breaking a mirror. Besides that, that's pretty much it for superstition. Breaking mirrors for some reason, it's it does feel awful. I don't need any ominous shit hanging over me. Would do you avoid stepping on cracks? No. Do you? No. You seem like you're not superstitious at all. Look, if I break a mirror, then what? Seven years of bad luck? Do I mark the date on the calendar when I'm free? <laughs> you could am i am i keeping my head down for seven years you could i i don't i, I mean you know if that happens you just got to do your best because that's <laughs> such a long time it's such a long time so i would prefer not to think about it right same and i think that like the same way i don't have any desire to talk to a psychic no. Because I don't believe in it, but I also don't want to want that person in my head and start thinking about exactly. that bullshit. Exactly. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Dude, you want to hear something funny? One of our listeners 
uh, emailed us this. She's going to Korea. Hmm. This girl's name is Soo Young. Okay. Um, she's going to Korea, and she was saying that in Korea, as a COVID measure, you have a designated person, and this person could be your neighbor, but they like you're supposed to either like wave at the window to them to show them that you're isolating, yeah, or like you call them, and if they're not home, you're supposed to report them. Yes. What an interesting yeah, there's system. There's a lot of. Uh, have you heard of this? Well, it's definitely the kind of citizen vigilante watchdog situation that empowering the people yeah but dude historically <laughs> i mean that has been a bad trend I, now granted korea is doing i think very well with covid mm -hmm. and there's a reason why but i see what you're saying though when it comes to like nazi germany it's almost stuff, yeah. it's almost a it's mccarthyism a bad principle. i'm reading um right now a book about and i'm not even going to remember what it's called but about <laughs> an american family that goes and lives in berlin as Hitler is is rising in power, oh, wow. but before the outbreak of the war, and um, it's the same guy who wrote the the book about the serial killer at the Chicago World's Fair. Oh, cool! The one that everyone loves. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking I can't about. remember the name of it. Garden of Beasts, I think, is what it's called. It's it's quite good if you like history. Um, so you know they talk about uh the amount of german citizens who were snitching on each other mm. and they were calling in they were calling in so many complaints of this person's showing you know communist tendencies right. or they've said something against the, the administration right. Right. that the they the government stopped believing people that's crazy they they actually they they weren't even they were like ah oh, this is the fiftieth time you've called us today and <laughs> and and people were starting to do it just as petty revenge right for to small like get things. back at people and they were just lying <laughs> that's fucked up and so they lost their credibility which is is in a way I mean I'm not defending fucking Germany but like <laughs> thank God right because you know otherwise you're rounding people up based on on the on the the accusations of, of somebody who could just be mad that you dated their daughter. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That and that's why by enlisting regular citizens you yeah, run. Yeah, it's like that it's Karenism taken to the <laughs> highest extreme. Um which Karenism. Is, yeah. Is really not good. <laughs> uh dude, I, I have a funny, very funny you know I do these alternate side parking. I do, uh, I do indeed. Videos. So I I posted one last week and I got the most I got a number of DMs that were pretty insane from them but I got one that I think is worth sharing that it, it blew my mind please So it's from it's from a woman who runs an account and all she does is post houses pictures of really cute houses mm -hmm. quaint houses and uh I liked the houses that she posted so much that I followed her back but it's only houses. It's not her. Okay. And so I got a DM and she wrote, I'm not even trying to come on to you, but I just want to say that I masturbated through your whole Instagram TV segment <laughs> of alternate side parking Thursdays. It was a refreshing change from the usual porn hub. Six out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> now, 
I didn't like this. Six out of ten stroke. No, I didn't. I didn't like this DM because I liked the houses. <laughs> and now I, I can't look at the houses the same. Yeah, you can't. You know, you ruined a good thing for me. <laughs> now I'm either thinking that the houses have some kind of fetish for me. Or that the, it's it's turned into this thing that I liked and now I can't like it because it's just a woman masturbating to me <laughs> talking about parking. Turned into the ASMR parking daddy, dude. And I don't know how to, yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> deal with it, man. It fucking bummed me out. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. So out of left field. <laughs> dude, that's a great idea. And by the way, if you're masturbating to me, that's not six out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> there. The truth rears its ugly head. Anything that makes me masturbate, that is, uh, that's got to be, what, 60% credit? That's it? Get out of here. <laughs> you moved, I moved you to, to touch yourself. The same way you moved your car. You're not giving me a C average for that. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I have a question for you, and I don't. Hit me. You may not want to answer this. I don't know why masturbating made me think of this. Um, but it's a related topic and mm -hmm. bless that person's heart who sent that to you. By the yeah. Way. Good for her. Sure. Good for her. Unbelievable. Um, I don't even know what she looks like. Just houses. <laughs> Maybe she's just a home builder. Maybe she is. Some she's just a developer. Burly architect. <laughs> Many different interiors to master. Lay down, to lays parking. down roofing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, sorry. I, do you have like a manscaping routine? Oh, good question. And this is this like the new skincare routine? <laughs> hey guys, uh, you've asked about my manscaping routine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it, manscaping is one of those things <laughs> that I think uh, ten years ago was a little taboo. Maybe fifteen years ago was a little taboo, and then the metrosexual movement happened, <laughs> and even that was was parodied and and satirized. Right and, to the and, point where that's actually like a, t a term parents use now. Yeah, it's nobody would metrosexual. Talk about that. Like my moved, dad would say that. We've moved so far beyond that. That that was the earliest iteration of Arnold Schwarzenegger's girly man. Right, right. right. I was and now we've moved so far. We've we now we've got like. Uh, you know, saying that someone has a gender is is outdated. It's, right, right. And there was this Logan Paul thing of Harry Styles, the one of the lead the singers of from uh, One Direction, did a Vogue cover where he's wearing a dress, mm -hmm. and uh, people were up in arms. Ben Shapiro and his his cronies were saying like, you know, <laughs> this isn't manly and. And then Logan Paul on his po podcast, uh, one of his buddies was like, bro, it ain't manly. And then Logan Paul was like, that's so old, you know, outdated of you to say that. And they sort of had a little bit of a tiff. Kevin Clancy at Barstool had a great take on it, which was, you know, guys have been wearing dresses for so long. Crazy celebrities. Well, you know, Dennis yeah. Rodman, David Shock Bowie. Factor, David Bowie, Prince. Young Thug. Like, do we more recently? Yeah. Do we care? Who cares? Why why would this ruffle your feathers? Why are people reacting now right. to Harry Styles? Since when did we expect him to be, you know, some beacon of like of a beard and and chewing tobacco and lifting weight? You know, he's not Does Harry Styles strike you as the guy who's scratching his balls and betting on the Texans on Sunday? <laughs> no. Definitely the British not. pop singer. Of course he's going to wear a dress. I'm surprised he doesn't wear them more often. <laughs> All of that is to say that manscaping is is something that I don't think is weird to talk about at all, and normalizing uh, manscaping talk. Yeah, baby. I, I, 
let's think. I, I don't like pubic hair, but that's only because I don't like hair. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's not because I, I don't I don't trim my pubic hair because I want my dick to look bigger. Uh, it's because I don't I don't like hair. So what's like walk us through the logistics? Like, how do you do it? Um, you know, I've got a I've got a, a sort of a trimmer and I take it in pretty close, but then I let it come back a bit until I don't like it anymore. And then I go back and do it again. So do you ever like cut yourself? Like the, the problem for Very me careful. is I, that I, I, mean, I can cut myself and it makes me want to ignore those areas, mm, but I would really like to not ignore those areas. I would like to be able to deal with it. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe I just need new tools. There is a tool, but I don't want to give free ads. I don't. There's a there's one that it, it doesn't it's not the the side the uh, it's not the sideburn trimmer. It's not your beard type trimmer. It's more like the thing that at a barbershop occasionally they'll use to to shave your neck. Oh, it's okay. got a flat sort of rounded got top it, and there are it. no blades going back and forth. Got it, got it, got it. That thing is fantastic. Very good. Ooh, yeah, yeah, off yeah. Air, I'm going to need that That's what you want. And then um as far as my body hair, I you know, I always shave my neck. I can't stand having neck hair. Dude, you're always you're clean shaven like a dad like a dad. Well, I don't like I don't like beards. Like you are every single time I see you, you're clean shaven. Can you grow a beard easily? Oh yeah. I grow a very good beard. And How I'll show fast? you pictures. I yeah. it would take me very good beard, yeah. Like after a month and a half, I would have nothing close to a beard still, if I didn't touch my face. I would have a a good comprehensive full beard in two weeks. Crazy, you know, connected, dense. Ass. You 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 know, almost where you'd start to need to to trim it at that point. Where you just look like a guy who fucking cheers is with a mug. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let me show you. Let me show you. I'll I'll come up with some pictures. I'll I'll find some pictures of of when I had a beard. I've I've only really grown a beard beard one time in my life, dude. Um, and it's, it was, it was, a, the thing was, it's so itchy for me until I finally break through that phase. Um, and it takes me two full weeks and it's miserable. Really? It's it just, it so just like miserable how itchy it is, dude. I can't even describe to you how much I can't stand it. What's up? People have said that. Dude, I was doing everything. I was conditioning. I was even, I was in Florida over Thanksgiving and I was going into the ocean and grabbing fistfuls of sand underwater and then using it to exfoliate oh my, my face because I was so uncomfortable. That's crazy. I was doing everything I could and it was just, it was constant. And then finally, one day, it didn't bother me anymore. I got to that point. And it was fun experimenting. I had it for a few weeks and then I got over it and got rid of it. You know, one of the things it does, dude, is that it softens your jawline. And I I like my jawline. So I... By having facial hair? Yeah. It obscures the lines of your face. It rounds it out. If you have a shitty jawline, I totally understand people who want to grow a beard. But no, I'm not <laughs> saying you, Chris. Some people look better with a beard. I wouldn't have said that I looked better with a beard. The chisel, bro. I'm trying to find this picture. The chisel is real. It's okay. Um, dude, I fucking... How much money do you spend on your haircuts? How much does your haircut cost? It's 50 bucks. That's like a kind of a lot, right? 
It's kind of, I would say it's like upper middle, yeah. I spent 65 on one the other day. That's a lot. And they fucking ambushed me. Like, yeah. I usually go there, I walk in, it's 30, which is like fine. Mm-hmm. But because I booked it online and picked my person, mm-hmm. it made it 65 and they didn't tell you. Isn't that bullshit? I was like, fuck that. Oh, wow. That's crazy, dude. That's me with beard. Francis. You just look like your name's Seamus. <laughs> Bearded Francis. That's a crazy pick. Yeah. Dude, that's a fucking that's beard. The real deal. Half. Yeah. Yeah. I look, uh, you know, my mustache is quite light. Uh, there you go. Look, this is, you know, you get a better sense there. Yeah. Looks good. It was fun around Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. Around Christmas. You well, got s- it. Speaking of the holidays, we want to take a second to, uh, you know, everybody who's having an unusual Thanksgiving this year, they didn't get to be with their family and didn't get to do it normally. You know, we feel for you and uh, hope that you're making best of the day anyway. Sure do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's tough. Yeah. Um, lots to give thanks for on Thanksgiving, even in these somewhat troubled times. Everyone said it. This massive second wave of COVID, it, it, even though it's much many more cases as we head into potential lockdown situations again, much more manageable in my mind. Since, since there's just like a rough timeline for an ending, it makes it easier. Well, to me, it's more like we've done it once. So that too. And so that the too. uncertainty is far less. That too, yeah. It's like we're used to it. The it was first time we went through this, it was scary as hell. Yeah. We didn't know what was on the other side or if there was another side. Right. We didn't know if life would just continue forever yeah. with COVID. And then the summer landed, cases receded, people went outside, life was relatively normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now we're back inside, second wave, cases are very high, and people are, are at least in New York it seems, they're dutifully accepting the reality. They're not angry about it. We're going, we're, you know, we're going back in. People are not having big parties. You know, you hear about a few here and there, but it's not a, it's not a fuck you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play along. No, totally. totally. All right, fine. Here we go again. Get, you know, dust off the board games, get a couple bottles of whiskey, make sure you're stocked up on your weed and you're, you're good to go. Let's have some, we've got good shows to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what it is. Have you watched the show, The Undoing? I am caught up. And it is excellent. I'm enjoying it too. Uh, and it's funny. It's one of those shows. So basically, I'm not not to spoil anything, but it's basically a show where you know, in this married couple, yep. the man ends up not being who he seems like he is. Yeah. And it's so funny that as I'm sitting there watching that with my girlfriend, I just feel this risk of her somehow taking that out on me. One hundred percent. I feel like I did something wrong. One hundred fucking percent. When we watch shows where the man cheats, I feel guilty. Yeah, I suddenly am like a bad guy. Too. I feel, and I, I even think I kind of overcompensate by being like, what a dick. Right, I just start being really nice. I start shitting, no, I start shitting on the guy. Right, right. Like, how could he have done that? No, you know? Really. That's one way to do it. Yeah, my way is more to just like act like I'm in, I act like I'm in the doghouse. I'm like, babe, like, I'm just like being all affectionate. And, like, do you say I would, ne- I would never do that? Yes. You, you start, do that? Yes. I start being like, I could never do that. But see you that, know me. You know me. That seems more <laughs> suspicious to me. I, if I'm your girlfriend, I'm like, I'm, I'm worried about that. Totally. And I, honestly, she's not actually holding anything against me, but it just becomes one of those things where like, 
I somehow feel like yeah, no self conscious. I think I think a lot of I think this is true for a lot of men. I think a lot of men watch infidelity scenes portrayed in movies and TV and feel nervous about it. Yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, because it, it's it's you know raising the spider sense of your girlfriend or your wife or whatever. Yeah, and dude, honestly, like. And and I think that one of th- this reminded me of this, but I think one of the main appeals to not cheating is that when you once you're a cheater, you start thinking about everyone else as cheaters, mm-hmm. and that is like not worth it. Yeah, like the second you cheat, you're forever just going to be more suspicious of other people cheating. Right, and it's going to be much harder for you to have like a trusting relationship. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No. No. I I I completely agree with that. It's a loosely related concept. Yeah. But- Definitely but it is it is a very good show and and if you haven't watched it yet um i think i'd like to spoil here so let's say fast forward 30 seconds if you're if you're keen um hugh grant first of all nicole kidman is spectacular yeah i mean she she's got to be in my mind like the most automatic success in terms of casting that i can recall yeah, she saw it. Next to like what Tom Hanks, anything she's in is is just incredible. Yeah. Have you watched Big Little Lies? A little bit. It's, oh my, it's really good. Yeah, God, it's good. Yeah, um, you know she's just so so good and so stunning for so many years. Totally. And and couples that with immense talent as an actress, great singer too. Um, so she's brilliant, but it it does have that uh the night of. Feel. totally it's a new york city gothic you know wealthy sort of murder mystery mm. um that relies so much on the city itself as a character in the show right i love the the soft focus shots that they use when they're coming into you know a street or a, a skyscraper or something yeah yeah it's cool it's really great i I'm, I'm excited about the show unfortunately we we caught up pretty quick do you, are you, do you have the ability to parse it out? Uh, well, I watch. I was a couple episodes behind. What, what do you mean, parse it out? Like, do you, can you can you say like we're only going to watch one episode tonight, so that we have one episode to watch tomorrow? I don't or, have that. I don't have that. Nobody has that. And I wish I did. Yeah. But there's times where I'm like so tired that I'm falling asleep and I'm not even enjoying the show anymore, and I keep watching. Oh, that's that's abuse. That's terrible. I know. Well, that's dude, I was thinking though. You know, if it made me think, and we're talking about adultery and cheating and all this stuff, if you're planning on cheating on your wife. I just think the way to do it, you need to make sure you wear your bird dog's pants, dude. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. you don't need extra underwear lying around. You no. don't need, with bird dogs, they have a built-in silk lining. You don't have to worry about underwear. Yeah. You do the deed, and now it's a one-piece, boom, back on. You don't got to worry right. if you left any. And, and we, we don't mean to advocate cheating. That's not what we're saying. But we're just saying that if you have to. If you have to. The bird dog's pants are the best pants in which to do it because the underwear comes off with the pants. So there are fewer barriers to entry, which means that, you know, you're getting the deed done in the 15 minutes that you're you're theoretically at a, your doctor's appointment. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it, it's it, sad, but true. And if you get to the point where, you know, for example, her husband comes home and you hear him walking up the stairs. Baby, you, I'm home. Yeah, you don't you don't got to do that thing where you start looking around the room and grabbing all your shit. You throw on your fucking bird dog's pants yes. and you can comfortably and effectively sprint away. Yeah, and he you won't be able shimmy to down it. the rain pipe out the window. Uh, 
<laughs> they are by far the best. They're sleek pants that are there. They don't catch on the rain pipe as you're shimmying down like a fireman, like a naughty, cheating fireman. Yep, and you'll slide down that pole <laughs> like that naughty, cheating fireman that you are. Yeah, and but- sprint home and. The nice silk lining will keep you cool so you won't even be sweating when you have to talk to your partner. Yeah. Now, look, worst case scenario, you don't gather your clothing in time and the husband bursts in, what the hell? You will have your trusty nunchucks to fight him with, <laughs> which you will get if you buy a pair of bird dogs right now, birddogs.com, use promo code OOPS, you'll get a pair of nunchucks with those with those pants or shorts. Fucking love it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh well dude we got some good emails let's dive uh, as in as always so one thing that i want to mention is that we get a lot of messages from people and you know some things like are either just we obviously have to pick which ones we read so mm-hmm. we're not gonna be able to read them all but if you email us we will respond yeah we're happy by the to way. give advice we're happy you know, so if you actually sincerely want advice feel free to email us too we enjoy that yeah 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 what were you gonna say i don't want to say what i was gonna say it was gonna be mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so i thought this is an interesting thing, uh, th- this email that we got from this guy. And I'm be curious to see what you have to say about it. Okay. Um, hey, guys, blah, 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 blah. Here we go. When I was 18, I started seeing a girl from my high school. One of the first nights we were uh, really beginning to be an item was at a party at her friend's house. Everybody got trashed. And the girl who threw the party revealed to me that she and my girlfriend had a threesome with a guy from school. Ooh. More specifically, someone I played soccer with on the school team. Good for a soccer player. At one point earlier, and and this happened at one point earlier in the same year. That kid and I were close friends, and I even remembered him mentioning both of the girls' names to me at one point way back, but not thinking much of it. Fast forward to the night of that party, and I was told in very graphic detail the act that my girlfriend and former close friend had performed together. In my drunken state that night, I was able to brush it off. But for the next nine months of our relationship, <laughs> it was something that ate away at me in the back of my head. We eventually split for unrelated reasons, but I was interested to see your thoughts on this one. Yeah. I thought this There's was a lot to unpack here. Yeah. That's for sure. A <laughs> lot to unpack here. So the first thing that's astounding about this story is that there was an 18-year-old who had a threesome and then didn't tell people about it. <laughs> What? <laughs> An 18-year-old soccer player was discreet about the threesome that he had? Dude, yeah, that's true. And it sounds like he even did allude to the friend about it a little bit, but it should have been a thing that everybody knew about. That's newsworthy seeming. Oh, my God, That's dude. huge. That's what huge. kind of a man is able to keep that secret at that age? I know. Was he a fucking rock star? <laughs> He's a legend. Was that his fifth threesome? I, I don't understand how you keep that in at that age. Right, which should make our friend here even more insecure. This guy's yeah. just like having threesomes on a Tuesday. He said he casually mentioned her name and the guy <laughs> didn't connect the dots. It's like, yeah, I know that girl. I know threesome. Yeah, yeah, we're casting. Dude, casting. If, you, if you had a threesome and then later on mentioned the two girls but didn't tell me you'd had a threesome with them and then after that, I found out I would be angry with you for being so cool about it. I know. It's a hard position for the threesome uh, participant to be in. I would be I would be angry <laughs> that you had been that like you you had been <laughs> that cool, that much of the man that you were like, oh yeah, I know those two girls. Right, right. And and, and like you know them because you were in them. Like I that would <laughs> that would anger it's hard. me. I know, I know. 
And in high school, when it's such a small knit, everybody knows everybody, everybody knows everybody's business. That must be a tough position to be in. Yeah. Not to mention, like as an adult, that would be hard for me. No yeah. one, no one would ever fucking bring that up. Hopefully, in adulthood. No. Like, oh yeah, I had a threesome with her. But right. it would certainly make me insecure. Yeah. Knowing that. So so beyond that, um, I'm impressed with this guy that he was able to continue to date the girl for nine months after yeah. finding that out. Yeah, that's not a young man's game to be able to do in that. Eight, and when you're 18, you, you can't break up that. over yeah. the dumbest shit. Yeah. That's a pretty big morsel to have to digest. As an 18-year-old. That is swallowing a multivitamin with no water. <laughs> it is not going down easy. <laughs> that is lodging in your throat, and every time you see her, every time you see him, you are thinking about it. Yeah, totally, dude. And let me ask you this. Sure. Would it have been easier, like let's say you're, you're in the boyfriend's shoes, would it have been easier to handle knowing that it was a threesome or that the, just the two of them had had sex? Definitely the two of them having sex is better than the threesome. Is that what you're asking? Like, which one would you rather know about if it was a threesome? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or if it was just he yeah, and her? Yeah, I definitely prefer that it was just he and her to the threesome. Why? Because the threesome is like some shit that you're not going to get to do with her, probably. Uh-huh. Like, that was different. Like, that was her being fun. And, like, this is now a different thing. And, like, that guy was the man and, like, got to use this girl who you love for fun. And, like, yeah. it, he doesn't even fucking care. He like, can... he wants you to be cool with him. He's yeah. like, dude, like, you know, this happened before, like, my bad. Right. He downplays it. What do you think? Like, no. Well, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I don't know if this is my stance. Uh, in a way, the other girl being there is is somewhat of a buffer. It kind of deflects it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is something crazy that these three drunken fools did together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, you're right. That's true. who knows who was the driving force. That's interesting. Um. But I don't it's a know. Good point, but I still, I still stand by what I said. But I, I hear you. The hard part for me, certainly at that age, would then be that I knew my girlfriend was open to threesomes, given that she'd had one, and then all I would be thinking about was how to try to do it with her and someone else as well. So that's a good point. I have never been able to handle that idea. I'm not interested in having a threesome with my girlfriend. No, nor nor am I. But maybe at the time, it's a different story. Nor am I. It's stress, too stressful. But at 18, you you know, yeah. I think if even if even if I thought the girl I was dating was someone I was going to marry, which you know would have been a, a foolish ideal or idea. <laughs> but but if even if I was de that deluded to thinking that, if she mentioned a threesome, I'm I'm still going there. Yes, fair. I'm fair. still my brain is just like what really. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I heard of really... So I met this girl. We were talking about the Jane Hotel the other day. Mm. This was kind of like both of our go-to spot to go out at one point. I wonder how much overlap there was. I imagine we've been in the same place sure. together before we knew each other, which is fun to think about. But mm -hmm. I met this girl who was a little older, and we started like hooking up for a little bit. And she told me this insane story. When she was in college, her and, an, her, and her boyfriend and another couple all took a bunch of Molly. And at one point in the night... Her, she looks over and her boyfriend is just making out with the other girl, with the other girl. Oh my God. They're all four of them are in a room and they just start making out. And her boyfriend takes that girl into the bedroom and they close the door. Oh my God. And now she's just sitting and looking at the other girl's boyfriend and they're like, well, I guess we're going to 
So then they went into the bedroom and had sex too. In the morning, the boyfriend who, who, who initiated all this storms into the bedroom, goes up to the guy, punches him in the face. No. Everybody breaks up and no one ever talked again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's the craziest shit I've ever heard, dude. Isn't that crazy? Isn't all right. that nuts? So does that mean that the, the, the boyfriend, the catalyst, just forgot? He must have woken up in bed with the other girl. He must have. And I don't understand how he, where he gets off thinking he now Look, has earned the right to punch the guy in the face. I've done Molly before. Not many times. I think one and a half times. Same, actually. One and a half. Yeah. I love, I know what the half means. You're like drunk already and someone just gives you a little. Well, <laughs> it was the first time I did it and I was kind of scared. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, I didn't do very much. Mm -hmm. And then I know that the second time I did it, I did the right amount and it was so much more intense mm -hmm. that it made me look back on the first time as kind of a, as a failed uh, Attempt, effort. interesting, interesting. Um, but I still felt something, right. but the second time was like, oh, this is how this is supposed to work. <laughs> anyway, the, I've done Molly, Molly one and a half times. N neither time would that have happened. <laughs> right. I know. Crazy. Neither time. I, I, now I remember, I remember the second time I did it, I was very touchy feely, but almost in a, I think in a, I hope in a adorable way. Right. Like I wanted to hug people. I wanted right, to, right, I right. really wanted to hold hands with people, women. <laughs> I really wanted That's to hold hands with the women who were there. They Fortun say that happened. Yeah. Fortunately, there was a girl there who was like, you know, kind of into me. So she, she was willing to like chaperone me. Gotcha. And so it wasn't, I wasn't just spraying my hand holding shot <laughs> all over the bar, <laughs> but you know, she was kind of like giving me water and stuff and, oh, and nice. all that yeah how sweet yeah it was great it's fine it was fine Fantastic. but but you know it's one of those things where like everyone i was around had done it so many times and then i was such a newbie and i was a little uh self-conscious about that gotcha because like in the aftermath you know because you're acting yeah, like yeah, yeah. every everyone remembers the first time they did it and for them it was like eight years right, before right, right. and they've just been mollifying their brains Dude, the same way when the little brother comes to college and he's like, I love you guys, man. Yeah. You're like, okay, buddy. You're like, let like, him have it. Don't yeah. don't spook him. Yeah. Don't act that cool. We were all there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they tried, but it I was so late to the Molly game that like nobody really had the time for it. Yeah. Yeah. So Fair. I'm not a big I'm not a big Molly guy. Yeah. I think Thanks. uh the the whole the all it took was that ridiculous whatever it is metaphor of it it's an ice cream scoop out of your brain <laughs> who knows if that's true no i've heard stuff like that too. everyone it's intimidating everyone's drugs. heard that yeah and that image of taking an actual ice cream scooper that you'd find from an ice cream parlor yeah where they're <laughs> they're they're elbow deep yeah. in the freezer cabinet <laughs> And they're trying so hard because the ice cream's not soft for them. Right, right. And so they're really, really using their elbows. The yes. And then they have to click the thing on the side get into the cone <laughs> with such pressure that the cone crumbles. <laughs> All of that happening to my brain. I was like, God, I've got fucking spelling words to memorize. <laughs> not to mention that the scooper could scoop a large percentage of Huge. your brain, you'd have to imagine. 
Certain ice cream parlors were very liberal with their scoop. Very much what so. kind of scoop are we talking about? <laughs> are we talking about a Cold Stone Creamery scoop? Where they're smashing <laughs> shit into it and folding it over and all that? Or is it some wealthy gelato fucking classy joint where they're just giving you only the top of right. the, you know, an exact scooper and charging you by the scoop? Dude, by the way, Cold Stone has reminded me that Gummy bears are a terrible ice cream topic. What a disgusting thing. They just freeze. And then you're just fucking got frozen fucking, I don't know. You'd sorry. have to That's be, random. the people who like, <laughs> to, the people who like gummy Cold bears in their, um, the people who like gummy bears in their ice cream, I think are the types of people who, um, you know, I don't really know what it would aliens? be. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or, or, or like you know, refuse to pay their student loans. I, I'm not really sure who it is, but you know, it, it's not it's not the type of people that I tend to associate with. <laughs> it's really mean, but it's just not. Yeah, it's not. And I think that that's one of the risks of like one of those places where you assemble your own sort of dessert, mm -hmm. like a a yogurt place. You know, thirty six oh, handles or whatever God, it's called. Put forty five things in by the yeah, time you get home, and none of you can't even decipher what you're tasting. Yeah, dude, like you're eating like banana cream pie, chocolate, and cookie dough with fucking disgusting peanut butter sauce. Yeah, peanut butter sauce and Heath bar and, and, and gummy that's bears. Half the cup, and then on the other half, you went fruit. Yeah, and and then that doesn't blend at all. Yeah, you're with your friend who's like, bro, didn't I do a good job? You're like, dude, that thing looks like a fucking Jackson Pollock. Pencil. Yeah. It's, it's like disgusting. when you're a kid and you think getting a soda and you go to the soda fountain, you mix cherry <laughs> Coke and orange Fanta and grape soda. You mix And then them you all. try to get your mom to taste it. And she's like, oh, OK. Yeah. And it's brown. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that it becomes oh, brown, brown is fucking whack. <laughs> yeah. I will say this, though, man. When they started rolling out the Taco Bell cantinas, there's something fucking lit about drinking a Baja Blast and vodka. Did you know you could do that? I don't know anything that you're talking about. <laughs> Baja Blast is a Mountain Dew flavor that's exclusive to Taco Bell. Okay. I used to like Taco Bell a lot as a kid. I don't fuck with it anymore. But going to that Taco Bell cantina in Vegas, getting a Baja Blast with vodka, that's a turn up time. Got it. I don't know. Whatever. I have never eaten Taco Bell in my life. I used to eat it like two or three times a week. No. Never in your whole Yeah, I used to really love Taco Bell. I have so never eaten it. I've never eaten Taco Bell because it seems like poison. You're probably not wrong. You know, the, you, how many times can you hear the joke of like diarrhea? You get diarrhea every time you eat it before you're like, well, then then I don't need to eat it. Dude, my dad will call me and then he'll be like, oh, yeah. Um, he'll, like, he, first of all, my dad will just call me and start ordering mid call. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Julia. Yeah. Hold on one second. He's. Uh, can, yeah, can I have two, the two gordita meal with a Diet Coke? And then he goes, see, I'm getting Diet Coke. I'm, I'm like, Dad, you're the most delusional. Like, what are you doing at Taco Bell? You know, oh. gorditas, they're lean. It's a fried shell. Like, it's the most disgusting shit you can order. By the way, we've been getting a lot of emails about uh, at requesting my dad on the show. One of these Dude, days. He, I, I, I want to meet him. I we'll can't get him wait on here when yeah. COVID clears up, and uh, that's a cool move. Hell we'll, yeah. we'll get him on here. Well, well <laughs> gee, it's been fantastic to, uh, to be here with you today. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Why don't you take us out of here and yeah, wish dude. the folks well. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too, yeah, and man. Chris. Thankful for both of you guys. Yeah. Thankful for all our listeners. Thank you guys for listening and being with us. Uh, send us your emails. Send us your thoughts. We love hearing from you. 
Uh, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. All of our episodes are in their full form on YouTube channel with video. So, you know, check that out. People have been watching more and more of that. Um, besides that, he's at Francis C. C. Ellis. I'm at Not Julio. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Stay safe. And thank you.